episode, um, we explore how we constantly organize our world into groups. Uh, We'll explore why stereotypes and prejudice persist. So first, it's your turn. To yourself or out loud, list all of the different social groups to which you belong. What is your age? What is your generation? How about your race and or ethnicity? Gender. Are you religious? And if so, what is your faith? What sports teams do you follow and why? As humans, we perceive the world as made of those similar to us or our in-groups and those dissimilar to us or our out-groups. So let's take generation. Do you know what stereotypes or generalizations exist about your own generation? Many of you will know that millennials are often categorized as Lady Z and titled, while Generation Z is often categorized as addicted to technology or their phones. As a reminder, stereotypes are mental shortcuts that allow us to quickly and easily process information. When we stereotype, we hold overly generalized beliefs about someone based on their group alone. And this is really important. We don't treat people as individuals when we stereotype. The most common stereotypes are based on age, race or ethnicity, and gender. So social psychologists study the consequences of this kind of automatic categorizing we do. First, our attitudes tend to be more favorable towards in-group and less favorable towards anyone in an out-group. This makes sense. Second, um, the outgroup homogeneity effect. We tend to see outgroup members as more alike than they are in reality. If you, if you can remember the last time that you've been um, part of a sporting event and you've watched an opposing team's fans, they might have all kind of blurred into a um, giant, angry, um, screaming bunch of fans for you, and you probably experienced that outgroup homogeneity effect. Third, if someone does not fit with a stereotypical view that you have given race, age, gender, we oftentimes subtype others, meaning we put them in a special category to maintain our stereotypes. For example, if you have a stereotype that um, women aren't as talented in math or science than men, um, you might take an especially talented woman scientist and subtype them. Lastly, according to social identity theory, Self-esteem has a social component tied in with our group identities, such that any threat against our in-groups can cause prejudice. So consider, social psychologists, we know all of these consequences of categorizing. And what actually keeps those stereotypes going? Remember, most stereotypes are learned from our environments including our families and neighbors. So let's explore three cognitive biases that feed stereotypes. First, we are cognitive misers, which means we think quickly and in categories, automatically and mindlessly jumping to conclusions. For example, we are more likely to make the fundamental attribution error when evaluating targets of stereotypes. Second, Confirmation bias. We see what we expect to see. So we tend to seek out information that confirms what we already believe about a person and ignore other information. Connect this back to what you learned about memory. We selectively recall what fits with our pre-existing beliefs. This confirmation bias can lead really naturally into the third bias, which is the self-fulfilling prophecy. This is when our beliefs about others can influence their behavior in line with those beliefs. This has been most often studied 
um, in the context of teacher beliefs and student achievement. So what students believe about, or or what teachers believe about students' um, capacity to grow will be fulfilled. So of course, as you can see, um, one real danger of stereotypes is they can easily lead to prejudice. Prejudice is a negative attitude towards members of a particular group that can ultimately fuel discrimination. Discrimination is unfair actions, a behavior towards someone. Um, And those actions are based on their social group alone. While many forms of outright discrimination have been banned in the United States, discrimination, of course, persists in more subtle ways. So modern day discrimination will take an example in modern day racism. People privately hold negative attitudes towards minorities, but express them only when they feel justified or safe. Have you been the target of modern racism? Where have you seen examples of modern day racism in the news? While you learn by video this week, you'll explore the harm caused by racism alongside practical actions to take to reduce modern day racism through intergroup contact and cooperation. You'll also explore other social psychology principles. Enjoy. 